1: on the daily sports talk show. one is now. Watch the show statewide on
0: Another Thursday, another new location. What's up, everybody? Nuwana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television and the new ESPN Montana app. I'm Colter Nuanas I'm coming to you from the Wild Hair Saloon here in Oregon City, Oregon, just outside of Portland. Happy to be with you and happy you are riding along with us. Hope you're having a phenomenal Thursday. Thanks so much for hanging out. Uh, it's been a fun Thursday for me. I spent the morning collecting some interviews. Go check out the new Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. Got some analysis up there with one of our favorite guys, Ty Gregorak, longtime college football coach, and now our lead analyst at Skyline Sports, Brooks Nuanez, also chimed in uh, on the uh, week that was and the week that will be. And we also heard from Sam Herder from Hero Sports. So tons of stuff up there. We have tons of stuff for you today, too, after I got cut up, done cutting up all that stuff. I went down to Portland State University to hang out on campus with Bruce Barnum and the Gents. Appreciate the Vikings for having me. Got to catch a little bit of Portland State football practice there uh, at the Stott Community Field there uh, next to the uh, Portland State Vikings Pavilion. Beautiful new arena there on the Portland State campus. So it's fun to check it out. We'll get into some of that in the second hour. We'll also hear from the main man, Bruce Barnum, as well. His team on a bye. But how about this timing? His team on a bye and coming to Missoula a week from uh, Saturday. So Portland State in the Garden City to take on the University of Montana for homecoming. And, oh, by the way, it is the Big Sky Conference opener for both teams and the opening weekend for Big Sky play from around uh, both the Treasure State and uh, the league at large. We are coming to you here from the Wild Hair Saloon, and we're on hand, uh, we're down here uh, on site for a variety of reasons, including... For Montana State's football game at Oregon State here in the city of Roses. Downtown Providence Park, 6 p.m. Uh, local time, Montana time kickoff, 5 p.m. local time here uh, kickoff. So, very much looking forward to that. I didn't realize this. I didn't actually even say this yesterday on the show. Oregon State and Montana State, they've never played before. I thought that was surprising. I knew that Brett Vegan, Montana State's head coach, had never faced off against. Uh, Oregon State. I did know that a bunch of Oregon State's coaches have faced off against Montana State because several of them, including head coach Jonathan Smith, were at Montana 2010 2011. Kipensi Hineson, the wide receivers coach there at Oregon State, and Leggy Saladoa, he was also there as a defensive line coach there at Montana. Uh, so they played Montana State twice 2010 2011. But I did not realize Montana State and Oregon State. They've never played before, and it's a hot ticket. I got some friends here in Portland that wanted to go to the game. It's sold out, so um, should be a fun one. Saturday night, always good when you get a little Big Sky Pac-12 after dark. So we're going to get you all set up for that game today and tomorrow. We have an Oregon State heavy show tomorrow. Wayne Tinkle, the head men's basketball coach down there at Oregon State, will join us tomorrow as will Jim McAlchich. He was the offensive line coach at Montana State from 1992 to 1998, and he's now the offensive line coach there at Oregon State. So I'm um, excited to have those gentlemen join us. We'll also hear tomorrow from Dennis Erickson, a Montana State alum, and probably, at least in a short span of time, I don't know if he's the greatest coach in Oregon State history, but he certainly led Oregon State to their highest heights of the modern era. So uh good crossover there. Coach Erickson will join us tomorrow. Today, though, we have a ton of stuff to get to. We're gonna keep on talking Oregon State, Montana State. We're gonna keep on talking Montana at Indiana State. Kurt Mallory, the head coach of Indiana State, the Sycamores, he will join us here in just a few minutes. Caught up with Coach Mallory earlier this morning. We're also gonna hear from Bobby Houck, the head coach of the Montana Grizzlies, part of our Houck Highlights. We're also going to take you around the wide world of high school football in the state of Montana. One of the games tonight. Uh, then we have our good friend Carolyn, the chicken doesn't know sports, swinging by at the top of the 5 o'clock hour uh, for a bunch of laughs around the national level, including, you know, of course she's got a dog on Aaron Rodgers for something, and this time it's his haircut. So stay tuned for that as well. And uh, then we'll also hear from Bruce Barnum, the head coach of the Portland State Vikings. Uh, Barney, kind enough to let me come sit down with him. Spent about an hour down there in his office, and. Uh, Got a fun 20-minute interview with him about the state of football in the state of Oregon, as well as what the future of football is there at Portland State, and some thoughts on the Montana Grizzlies as well because that is Portland State's next opponent. They have a bye this week, and uh, they'll be headed to Missoula next week. So there you go. That is your show outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Any and all real estate questions you might have in western Montana, Give Brent and his team a call today. You want to stream the show? ESPN Montana app is a great way to do it. We are live on Skype here from the Wild Hair Saloon. Uh, So excited to be here and excited to have this addition uh, to the arsenal. Uh, Very fun. And thanks to Tommy and Andrew and the boys in the back for up here um, with this Skype ability. And uh, also, if you want to stream the show, just audio stream it. You can always go to our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live, and uh, that's where you'll find the stream. If you want to be a part of the show, call us, text us, 406 That's 888-1029. All guests will join us via the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. Stay tuned because about 445, we're going to give you the opportunity win a six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Warren's Market in Missoula, Missoula's oldest grocery store. So uh, stay tuned for that. That's coming up uh, in about 40 minutes. Also, we thought we might have some Missoula Paddleheads tickets to give away, but you guys were on it when we were doing it on social media earlier today. We were giving away uh, some pairs of tickets to tonight's winner-move-on-loser-go-home contest between the Missoula Paddleheads and the Billings Mustangs. And... Uh, Thanks so much for your engagement. Appreciate it. Thanks to Michaela for dishing all of those out. But here's the scenario we got in Missoula coming up tonight. The Paddleheads have had a banner year. a, 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 a Truly, I mean literally a banner year in terms of uh, their record, their regular season championship in the first and the second half. But postseason baseball is postseason baseball. So the Paddleheads come in as the top team out of the north. The Billings Mustangs, the number two team out of the Pioneer League North. The Battleheads won the first of a three-game series over the Mustangs in Billings in the Magic City, six to two on Monday night. Then they came back home. They had a day off on Tuesday. They came back home last night. And if the Battleheads would have won, they would have moved into the Pioneer League Championship Series and awaited the winner of the South. Not so fast. Billings did not want to go home. Uh, What an effort by the Mustangs. Uh, they get down to their last strike uh, in the uh, in the top of the ninth inning. And then Abraham Mao, he has a game-tying RBI single to tie the game at five. Put, pushes it to extra innings. Then with two outs in the top of the tenth, Cruz Taylor ripped a run-scoring base hit, and that gave the Mustangs a 6-5 to five lead. Then Billings was able to close out Missoula. And now we have a winner advances... Loser goes home game three for the Pioneer League Northern Division pennant. So pretty cool. Uh, I mean, it would be very disappointing for the Paddleheads if they were to go 69-25 and 25 during the regular season and then not advance to the championship series, not take home another postseason banner. But that's what this baseball is all about, and that's why this short, uh, this short series postseason, it's anybody's game. Jeff Safford, the voice of Missoula Paddleheads, he said on the show on Tuesday that he knew Billings was going to throw anything and everything uh, at the Paddleheads. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, and they were—they went through a bunch in their bullpen. They fought tooth and nail, and they uh, figured out a way to stay alive. So now that sets up tonight. First pitch, 7.05, Oakland Park at Allegiance Field here in Missoula. Paddleheads, Mustangs, winner moves on, loser goes home. Should be a fun one. Hope everybody out there that won tickets. Is excited. I know we're excited for it. If you're not going to make it out to the game, you can always catch all the action right here on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Jeff Safford, the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, will be on the call starting about 645-650 leading up to that action tonight. Nu-on is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the new ESPN Montana app coming to you live from the Wild Hair Saloon in Oregon City just outside of Portland, Oregon, thanks to 10 Barrel Brewing and uh, all their folks for getting us set up with these remote locations and uh, for hosting a little party down here. If you come on down, they got all sorts of swag for you. They got some Oregon State swag. They got some 10-barrel swag, and they also got a whole bunch of great beers for you to try. Uh, Tap Takeover, courtesy of 10 Barrel Brewing, uh, down here today at the Wild Hair Saloon in Oregon City. We'll be at stadiums tomorrow, uh, an Oregon State heavy show tomorrow for sure, leading up to Saturday's game. Montana State at Oregon State, but not really in downtown Portland at Providence Park, the first clash ever between the Bobcats and the Beavers. One amendment I must make: uh, I proclaimed yesterday that Portland was the the smallest uh, market, the smallest market in pro sports, the smallest market with a pro sports team. Caveat there, actually, just a full-on correction. First of all. Green Bay, Wisconsin is absolutely the smallest market in pro sports. I always just lump them in with Milwaukee because it's the same TV market. And, you know, Green Bay is, is just sort of an outpost of Milwaukee. But, I mean, Green Bay, Wisconsin is the size of Billings. I mean, it is the size of Billings, Montana. It, it is about 110,000 people. It is not big whatsoever. It's only a little bit bigger than Missoula, Montana. So, uh, caveat there, the TV market, though, is about the same. There's, there's six TV markets. Uh, in the United States that have smaller than a million people uh, in terms of pro sports franchises. Memphis is one of them. Um, Oklahoma City is one of them. Um, Portland is one of them. And, but Portland also a little bit of an interesting deal too because Salem, even though it's right here, you know, it's only about less than an hour away from Portland. And, and also suburbs like Beaverton and Tigert and all that. Uh, It's just dispersed a little bit differently. The metropolitan area of Portland, if you include Beaverton and Tiger and Clackamas and Oregon City and all these other uh, little outposts, it's about 2.5 million people. It's just, I I believe that my stat that I was actually trying to reference is in terms of the actual metro population, which Portland right now, 675,000 people, I think that and Oklahoma City are the only two metro populations with less than three quarters of a million people. That's different than your TV market though. And that's also different than your Metro market as well. So just an amendment there. Thanks to Tiger Edgar for uh, pointing that out. He he referenced that this morning uh, when we were recording our big sky breakdown. So um, thanks for him for pointing it out. Thanks to all of you for uh, engaging and uh, listening up. We will be giving you the high school football schedule here in a little while. All the games from around the state of Montana, double a and otherwise. And, uh, There is a game featuring a Missoula team, the Missoula Hillgate Knights, play tonight. So we'll get to that here in just a little while. And while we are on the West Coast, the Montana Grizzlies are on their way to the Midwest. Montana has never won, or or never, I shouldn't say never won, they've never played a game in the state of Indiana. That will change uh, when they play at at, uh, Terre Haute, Indiana, the home of Indiana State, on Saturday. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, a little funny because you think of Indiana in the Midwest, but they're actually in the eastern time zone. Uh, so that'll be interesting, just have the Grizz playing in the morning uh, on your televisions. But should be an interesting trip. Uh, the Sycamores only made the playoffs twice in their FCS history, 1983 back when it was Division I AA and uh, 2014. Um, they have never made the playoffs under Kurt Mallory, although they almost did in 2018 that year they finished seven and four mallory was the missouri valley football conference coach of the year that was coming off of an 0-11 season for the sycamores the overwhelming storyline for indiana state coming into this year is they had two players uh pass away in a tragic car accident uh right when the non right right when the uh the fall camp was starting there uh, in Terre Haute. so uh condolences to them um Obviously, something that's a, a really tough situation to deal with, with young people. But sometimes, for better or worse, and, and this is what life's all about, is, is persevering and moving beyond uh, the tragedy and the central conflict of your life. Uh, but sometimes this is the type of thing that can bring a team closer together. So hard to gauge what Indiana State has right now. Uh, they got all they can handle from North Alabama in their opener, but they won that game 17-14. to 14. And then they went to West Lafayette, Indiana, and played Purdue And they got rolled up uh, a week ago uh, against the Boilermakers. And now they got a hungry and uh, high-motor Montana Grizzly team coming to town. The Grizzlies have given up one touchdown in two games. They're playing at an incredibly high level defensively. And uh, that's going to be the talk until it's not the talk anymore when it comes to uh, the Montana Grizz. It's going to be about their defense and just how hard that defensive unit plays. Kurt Mallory in his fifth season there. Uh, leading the Sycamores, we chatted earlier this morning. Well, happy now for our latest Across the Sidelines, where we profile and interview coaches that are taking on either Montana or Montana State. Indiana State, they host the University of Montana on Saturday in Terre Haute, Indiana. We're joined now by Kurt Mallory, the head coach of the Sycamores. Coach, thanks so much for being with us. How are you doing?
2: Good, doing great.
0: How you doing? Very good. First and foremost, uh, I know that the University of Montana has never been to the state of Indiana to play a football game. Have you ever had any crossover with the Grizzlies in your career? Uh, No, I haven't. This will be the first time I have. I'm I'm familiar with
2: Montana State having worked with Brent Vegan, but this will be the first time uh, I've uh,
0: gone up against uh, Montana. Interesting. So where did you work with Coach Vegan at then? Uh,
2: Brent and I were together at the University of Wyoming uh, for two years. Yes, sir.
0: Cool. Okay, so then you come from Craig Bull's coaching tree as well. So, okay, uh, what did you what did you learn during your time there with Coach then? Because he's had a lot of guys that have come uh, out of his programs that have gone on to, to rise up to be head coaches and coaches ar- across college football. Well, you know, I, I had
2: an opportunity to work with uh, I worked for Coach Bow and it was uh, uh, just a wonderful experience. Um, uh, you know, obviously his. Uh, his history and, and the programs that he's built and, and what he's done everywhere he's been. And, uh, you know, I, I, I worked with him just prior to becoming a head football coach. His experience uh, 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 in the FCS uh, certainly uh, gave me a lot of great advice, uh, but uh, really have a tremendous amount of respect for uh, Coach Began and uh, Coach Bowl and uh, really appreciate the time there.
0: Well, tell us about Indiana State and just the football program there, because I think when most people think Indiana State, they think back to 1979 and Larry Bird, and I'm sure that that's the question you always get. But just tell us about uh, Indiana State and just sort of the status of the, uh, of the university there in Terre Haute and what you like about uh, being a part of that university.
2: You know, it's uh, you know I'm from the state of Indiana. This is home for me. Uh, I uh, grew up here. Um, you know, I've uh, been around the program, been around the university, uh, but uh, had an opportunity to come back home to, to be the head football coach. Uh, you know, we got great people here at Indiana State. Um, just uh, love being a part of it. I'm blessed to be the head football coach. Uh, starts to the top, got an unbelievable athletic director uh, who's also from the state of Indiana, uh, was a two-sport athlete at, the, at Purdue. And, uh, you know, it it, it starts with the people you're surrounded with. Uh, i got a great staff. uh, Going on my sixth year here at Indiana State, Uh, half my staff's been with me uh, the whole time. Uh, I've got a lot of former players that are on staff with me. Um, Really uh, enjoy being here and being part of the program.
0: Kurt Mallory joining us here on Nguanis Now, ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. He's the head coach of Indiana State. They host Montana on Saturday there in Terre Haute, Indiana. Uh, coach, you spent the majority, if not all, of your, your coaching career until taking over at Indiana State uh, in the FBS. So what has surprised you? What have you uh, had to learn? And what do you think of just the level of FCS football that now you're leading the Sycamores in? You know,
2: I've uh, been around it. Uh, obviously, have been in places where we played uh, FCS teams and, uh, you know, knew uh, the type of play, you know, that was uh, uh, being played at, at uh, the FCS level, uh, having gone against them, um, had a tremendous amount of respect, uh, and then, uh, you know, growing up in in the area, uh, in the Missouri Valley, and of course being out west with uh, uh, Wyoming, you know, we, we had opportunities to play SCS schools and it was always a a dogfight you know uh, to the very end and uh you know we had josh allen uh quarterback and we played north dakota one one year and they beat us and uh uh, so i always had a tremendous amount of respect at this level and i know what type of play is played Uh, i've got tremendous amount of respect for the big sky uh you know i I agree. When I when we say that uh, two best conferences in the country are, are the Big Sky and, and the Missouri Valley, and uh, I've had an opportunity to work with uh, uh, the commissioner Tom uh when I was at Akron. Mm-hmm. Uh, gotcha. And it starts at the top. You know, we've got a great uh, commissioner here in the Missouri Valley, Patty Biverito, and and obviously the commissioner in the Big Sky, and that's where it starts with the leadership.
0: When it comes to just the Missouri Valley Football Conference, it's been fascinating for me because I've covered the big sky now for 16 years, and 16 years ago the Missouri Valley Football Conference was just starting. And, and now, you know, because of first the rise of North Dakota State, but also just it seems like uh, high tides raises all ships, right? I mean, everybody in the Missouri Valley seems to be very competitive, but also it seems like a crazy arms race to be competitive in the league. And so when you when you're in that league, you're competing in that league, and you have – north dakota state but also traditional now powers like south dakota state and you know teams on the rise like north dakota and south dakota and obviously mark farley's been there at northern iowa forever too he's got a great program yeah. i mean how daunting is it but also how do you embrace that challenge how do you sort of keep pace with uh, the, the league as a whole because i mean if you're even in the middle half of that league you're likely going to be in the playoff race and the fcs yeah, well, that's why the two conferences are so similar.
2: Because uh, everybody in the big sky is good, too. And yeah. uh, and so week in and week out, you know, anyone can beat anyone. And you see it. And uh, But, uh, it is. Uh, you know, uh, it's a great conference. Uh, a lot of great teams. Uh, great coaches. Uh, just uh, love being a part of it. It's very competitive. And uh, uh, that's why uh, when you get uh, opportunity to play against uh Uh, When two teams from two great conferences go against each other, it's
0: just a great opportunity. Kurt Mallory joining us here on Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN Montana app. His team hosts the University of Montana on Saturday uh, in Terre Haute, Indiana. Coach, tell us about your team so far this year. I know you had the, the close win over North Alabama and then went to West Lafayette, played Purdue last week. Uh, tough one against the Boilermakers. So uh, what have you been able to glean? What have you been able to gauge on the performance of your team so far?
2: Well, I think, you know, uh, you, know you open up with a win, and uh, and that's that's where you want to be, and you want to be 1-0. You want to get that first one under your belt. And uh, we had a tough one, a uh, tough battle to the end, and we were able to uh, get the W and uh that that's what you want you want to be one to know uh we had a great opportunity to play an in-state school here in the state of indiana against a very very good uh purdue football team and uh you know didn't uh perform uh the what the way we'd like as far as uh you know turn the ball over and take care of the football and and uh getting points when we're in the red zone uh but uh you know, give credit where credit's due. produce a very, very good football team. You can't do that when you're playing them. Um, but I really like the culture here at Indiana State. I like, you know, going into six years. Uh, our team GPA is at a 3.3. Uh, we've got a uh, a good, good amount of young men uh, from the state of Indiana, and that's where our recruiting's always going to start. It wasn't the case when we first got here. I'm not by any means being critical. Uh, But we were always going to start with the young men here in the state. We have over 60 guys from the state of Indiana uh, on this football team. We have about 20, 25 young men from Illinois. And when uh, Terre Haute is, uh, uh, we're located around the border of the two states. So it just makes sense that the majority of our players are going to come from those two states. And then we'll go where we we need to go to uh, fill the roster.
0: Well, last week, Montana took on a Missouri Valley squad uh, again in, in South Dakota, coming to Missoula. So, uh, is there any crossover there? Uh, being that that is a, a team from your conference, can can you can you take anything from it? Is there any familiarity angle there uh, as you guys prepare for the Grizz? Well, I think
2: you know, anytime you know you play someone who you're you know you play year in and year out like uh, South Dakota, and like I have a tremendous amount of respect for Bob Nielsen and, and the job that he does, and. Uh, you know, to, uh, to beat them and to beat them twenty-four to seven—that's uh, uh, that's, that's that, that that's impressive. You know, and uh, I got a tremendous amount of respect as, as a lot of people do. And uh, you know, and just watching uh, uh, Montana on film in the summer and in Washington here this last two weeks—I'm uh, very, very impressed. Uh, uh, they're as good as advertised as a number two team in
0: the country, and it may be better. Kurt Mallory joining us here on Nuana's Doubts are Across the Sidelines. It's presented by Advanced Thompson Vision. The most advanced technologies available, you can find them at Vance Thompson Vision. If you want to find out more about how they can help you, whether it's LASIK surgery, contact lenses, uh, cataracts, anything like that, make sure you can see across the sidelines all season long. Call and schedule a consultation at 866-620-EYES. Thanks to Vance Thompson Vision for their sponsorship of Across the Sideline. Uh, Coach, when you watch what Montana does defensively, uh, it, it took me, I mean, I've covered the Grizz for 11 years now, and it took me about three seasons to figure out just kind of even the the basic nuances of what they're doing defensively. But it's crazy the amount of fronts they run, the pressures they run, the way that they bring pressure from all over the place. Uh, how tough of a preparation is it for you as you prepare for the Grizzlies? Well, very tough. Uh,
2: you know, you, you said that their scheme is um, very attacking, um, but the guys they have doing it—they're um, tough. They're physical. They play extremely hard, um, and so you know what they do and who they do it with uh, is a recipe to be great. And uh, and that's what you see. You know, they're and it carries over. Uh, there's a reason why they're number one team in special teams. You know, because of how they play, not only they play great team defense, they play great special teams and they great, they play great on offense. So, uh, uh, but it all comes down to uh, their culture and how they play and you know, they're tough, they're physical and they play extremely hard.
0: It's hard to point out uh, one standout because they do play so many guys defensively, but one guy who has been sort of the leader of the pack and the guy who's been the most productive player on that defense is number 58, Patrick O'Connell, the guy who plays on the edge there, at uh, that uh, kind of outside linebacker uh, hybrid spot. Uh, when you watch him on film, uh, what, what do you think of just uh, his talent and his effort?
2: Well, you know, in my six years of uh, coaching in this conference, I've seen uh – I've seen some really good defenses. I've seen some really good players. And, uh, you know, he's he's as good as uh, two that I'll mention. One's Jeremy Chin from Southern Illinois. He's a starting safety for the uh, Carolina Panthers. The other one's a starting middle linebacker from Indiana State, a starting middle linebacker for the Denver Broncos. Uh, he's an eraser. Uh, he, he's as good as I've seen. And uh, he... He erases plays. He he plays sideline to sideline, uh, but he uh, he's a, a great player. And and you know, I the thing I want to make mention of is he's a great player, but he's surrounded by some really really good players too that play just like him with their hair on fire.
0: Burt Mallory joining us here on Nuana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. He's the head coach of Indiana State, who hosts the University of Montana on Saturday. Coach, we'll get you out of here on this then. Uh, what do you like about some of the matchups that you have on your side of things, and uh, what's it going to take for your team uh, to, to be the number two team in the country as they come to your barn? Well,
2: you know, we've got to take care of the football. We haven't done that the last two weeks. Um, you know, just like anything, you know, we have to start by being able to run the football. And, uh, you know, with all the movement and uh, attacking that they do, you know, we got to beat Gaps out, you know, and, and be able to do that uh, because they're attacking. We've got to be able to stop the run, be able to run the football, and most importantly, we got to be able to take care of the football.
0: Very good. Across the sidelines, Indiana State hosts Montana. Saturday, it's 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time Zone kickoff there. Coach, we appreciate the time today. Thanks so much for joining us.
2: Hey, thank you so much for
0: having us. That's our Across the Sidelines. It's presented this season by Vance Thompson Vision. From the sideline to the end zone, catch every play with your best vision. Next time you're at a game, look across the sideline. Can you see it? Like, really see it? With Vance Thompson Vision's world-class surgeons, friendly professional care, and the most advanced technology available, you can trust Vance Thompson Vision to provide you with the best possible option for your eyes. From LASIK to Cataracts, Vance Thompson Vision's team of experts help you enjoy every play with clear vision. Visit VanceThompsonVision.com to learn more or call to schedule a consultation at 866-620-EYES. Vance Thompson Vision helping you see across the sideline all season long. No one is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app coming to you live. From the Wild Hair Saloon here in Portland, Oregon. Appreciate them for putting us up. Appreciate 10 Barrel Brewing for helping bring this remote broadcast to you. Well, let's hear from the other side of the Grizz matchup. Bobby Houck, the head coach of the Montana Grizzlies, joins us next. Keep it right here. Nu-on is now ESPN Radio. and the ESPN Montana app. Coulter Nuanas coming to you live from the Wild Hair Saloon in Oregon City, Oregon, right outside of Portland. Appreciate Tommy and Andrew and the guys in the back for helping me get on the air and helping me take this show on the road again. And also, thanks to you for tuning in and following along with us. We are out here for a variety of reasons. 10 Barrel Brewing putting us up, letting us uh, help promote their awesome beers helping us uh, get ready for the Oregon State-Montana State game, the first matchup ever between those two game, uh, those two teams, downtown Portland at Providence Park. Uh, so that should be a fun one uh, with the Bobcats in town. The Grizzlies are on their way the other side of the country. They're heading over to Terre Haute, Indiana, to take on Indiana State, their first game ever uh, in the state of Indiana. So that should be a fun one to uh, analyze and get you ready for as well. On that note, Montana head coach Bobby Houck joins us each week. Usually I record on Wednesday, though, when I was on the road this week, uh, Tuesday, a- after Tuesday. So I wasn't able to catch up with Coach Houck Tuesday. Tuesday is a tough day for him because they have their special teams meetings right before practice. Usually doesn't get out until 345. i got to be leaving campus by 340 so I can get on this radio show. So usually we have a one-on-one with Coach Houck. But instead uh, we're just going to play a couple clips from uh, his – uh, press conference earlier this week. Our how Highlights this week and every week is presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Ryan Holloway and Miller Law Firm has established a strong and well-earned reputation with their respected attorneys in criminal defense and personal injury. Nate Holloway can handle the most complex criminal defense cases while Paul Ryan is known for his high acumen for DUI cases. Angie Miller has a biology degree which gives her an elevated expertise in evaluating personal injury and medical malpractice cases. Together, the trio can help you no matter your legal need. Case evaluation is free and the phone line is open 24-7. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Here's some general thoughts from Montana head coach Bobby Halcomb about his opponent on Saturday, the Indiana State Sycamores.
1: We're excited to go on the road this week. Uh, try to get to three and 0 It'd be a great start to our season if we can come up with a win. Uh, this is a tough trip logistically. Uh, just Terre Haute's not the easiest place to get to. So um, we've got, had a little experience going that direction, and quite a few of our players uh, have done that, so hopefully that'll pay off. Uh, Indiana State's they're, they're a good team. They're big up front on both sides of the ball. They're hard to move. Uh, good special teams units i like what they're doing the kicking game i think it'll be a real challenge in a, in terms of a road game against a, a big physical opponent um, they want to control the game on both sides of the line of scrimmage up front and i think that's where the game's going to play out and be won or lost i think coach mallory does a terrific job so here we go new week and we're excited to get going
0: That's going to be the defining factor and carryover from a week ago as well. Nuan is now coming to you live from the Wild Hair Saloon here in Oregon City, Oregon. The South Dakota uh, Coyotes, who were in Missoula last weekend, they were not overmatched physically, at least in terms of size. I, th- I think that the Grizzlies were certainly faster and more explosive. But when you looked at the lines, there was not a physical mismatch in terms of one uh team being way bigger than the other one. The Missouri Valley are always going to be the biggest teams in the FCS. I mean, they they have Midwestern recruiting areas. They're going to have just access to so many more, particularly offensive linemen but also defensive linemen. And that's going to be true again this week. Indiana State's really big. How does that translate, though, into them being able to handle Montana's speed? Montana has as good a speed defensively I mean, as any team in college football, honestly, I mean, I, you know, I'm not, I know Georgia and Alabama. I know I'm not trying to say that they're on par with SEC teams, but for teams out West, there's very few defenses, period, that are faster than Montana's. I, I think it's one of, if not the fastest Grizz defense of all time, certainly one of the fastest defenses uh, in the uh, FCS, as uh, many other coaches would tell you as well, Um By the way, a pronunciation correction, Terre Haute is how you pronounce it, not Terre Haute. I was saying Terre Haute. Terre Haute. We are learning about all sorts of different places. We learned about Natchitoches, Louisiana, not to be confirmed with Nacogdoches, but Natchitoches, Louisiana, uh, with Northwestern State coming to town, and now it's Terre Haute, Indiana, where Indiana State is from. So thanks to the uh, listener who texted that in. Um, 406 888 Is uh, the number. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or corrections, we appreciate uh, all of the engagement. Well, Montana's defense is incredibly fast. How does Indiana State uh, handle it? Also, though, Indiana State, probably the best player they've had in the last uh, half a dozen or so years was Shakir Bell, who was a a finalist for the Walter Payton Award, uh, one of the best running backs in the uh, Missouri Valley, and a guy that was sort of one of those next-level players uh, during his time there at ISU, and, and he really help elevate them and have their their one winning, winning record under uh kurt mallory that was the last time i really had any uh bead on uh indiana state so i asked bobby how about that uh, if they looked similar if they still put a uh, high priority on running the football
1: yeah they're gonna want to run it um they, they also i mean my perception is they want balance so it's not like they won't throw it or can't throw it um I think they want balance, but but they're going to run the ball.
0: They're going to try to run the ball is what he meant to say. (laughs) Don't know uh, if you actually can run the ball on this Montana defense. I think that there will be a time down the road that maybe somebody can run it on them, whether it's Sacramento State, Weber State, maybe the Bobcats, Portland State maybe even, too. Uh, This Van Buren kid that Portland State brought in as a transfer from Boise State, he's he's a house. he is a formidable runner, and uh, he's about 240 pounds. But and, and, you know, I don't know. Maybe Indiana State has something up of their sleeve, but I do think that it's going to be, at the very least, a steep challenge for anybody to want to run the football uh, against this Montana Grizz defense. Duan so is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, uh, and the new ESPN Montana app. We are coming to you live from the Wild Hair Saloon in Oregon City, Oregon. I asked Coach Alk one more question about the differences between the first and the second games. What he liked, what he thought was uh, improved, what else he wanted to sharpen in this third and final non-conference game for the Grizz. Our Alk highlights presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller continues.
1: Well, well you know, I, I don't know if there's anything in particular to, to sharpen. We just want to keep playing better, more efficiently. Um, execute better, you know, again, we're, we're all striving individually and collectively to play perfectly, and, you know, we haven't ob- obtained that. But uh, I thought our guys played well, uh, all three phases. I thought it was pretty good.
0: So you go. How kyla presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. What's going on in the wide world of high school football? We'll get you the schedule, we'll get you the setup, and we will discuss – what the scene looks like? Crazy. That's not even really Friday. It's there's still a bunch of Friday night lights, but there's Thursday night lights now too, with uh, so many of these games being played on Thursdays. We'll get you through who's playing, who, when, and where. Right after this, keep it right here. New is now, ESPN Radio. One two three. One is now on ESPN Radio. Welcome back is Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN Montana app. Appreciate you tuning in. We're coming to you live from the Wild Hair Saloon here in Oregon City, Oregon, on hand for a variety of reasons, but mostly to cover the Montana State at Oregon State football game. Appreciate the Wild Hair Saloon for putting us up. Also appreciate 10 Barrel Brewing for being the presenting sponsor. Duan is now on the road here in the in and around uh, the City of Roses. Fun to take the show on the road, uh, always. But particularly fun, we get to go to one of my favorite cities. i, I got to tell you, Portland has always been one of my favorite American cities. It is certainly one of the ones I've spent the most time in. It's also uh, a small, big city. Uh, and so, you know, it's not quite as overwhelming as Seattle or Los Angeles or Phoenix. Uh, but it is... Uh, one that has a great sense of community, and one that took a huge hit during the pandemic. And I came out here in the spring of 2020 and the spring of 2021, and uh, it wasn't great. It, it was definitely uh, sort of a ghost town, but it seems like they got it rolling again, and that, that's a wonderful thing. It was beautiful weather today as I was driving around, and the landscape, and the uh, the just environment here, just the the, the aesthetic beauty of this city it's up there it's definitely second i'm not gonna say second to none but it is uh... it is awesome i i love with this city and uh, i'm glad to see that it's back on its feet uh, at least a little bit if you're coming to town or you're already in town come on by we're down here at wild hair saloon until uh, five p.m pacific and we will be rolling at sidelines tomorrow so if you uh, are Needs something to do. You want to come hang out. You want to roll with us, uh, we'll be hanging out. So uh, come on down, and uh, we'll get you some beers, and uh, we'll give you tons of sports knowledge as well. let dive into our prep extra. It's presented by Farmer's State Bank. Farmer's State Bank enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. The high school football slate begins tonight, uh, Thursday night game. Hellgate plays Helena. That is your lone double-A game of the night. But there's going to be one, two, and even three Thursday night double-A games uh, pretty much every single week this year for a variety of reasons, but mostly because of the official shortage. So if you can help out, you do want to get involved in high school sports, I, I would much encourage you. You can make some extra money. It's actually good money. And for all those out there that are like, man, I don't want to do it because I don't want to get yelled at. If you do it well, if you pay attention, if you take pride in it, really, you don't get yelled at that much. I, I really i am being serious. I've done it a lot. and I, I, You know, I, I consider myself good at it, but I also think that you could be good at it, too, if you just put uh, some passion into it, some effort into it, some care into it, but it's also just important. Uh, we need more civic duty in, in our lives uh, to help things like high school sports carry on. Here's what Friday night's slate looks like across the state of Montana. Great Falls High takes on Billings West. Great Falls High won their first two games, but they lost a week ago. Uh, But they're a good squad, and uh, they have a couple of the best athletes in the state, Reed Harris and Rafe Longin. And uh, Billings West, the team that played for the state title two years in a row, and uh, got off to a tough 0-2 start, but they got their first win of the season last week as well. So that's a big game uh, just in terms of the trajectory of those two teams' seasons. Great ball CMR has been rolling uh, offensively. they scored a ton of points so far this year and uh, at the uh, winless Skyview Falcons tonight. Helena Capital uh, is in Missoula to take on Missoula Big Sky. We'll hear from Matt Johnson, Big Sky head coach, tomorrow. Capital certainly one of the best teams uh, in the state of Montana uh, and a team that's off to a great start, 3-0, and and they've been very impressive. They pounded Billings West in week two, and uh, they rolled it up last week as well, so uh, we will see if they can keep it going. But I definitely think that's Kellen Capital, one of the early state championship favorites. And then we have potentially a state playoff, if not uh, Western Conference uh, power, uh, two of the best teams in the West in double-A. They square off up in the flathead as Kalispell Glacier hosts Missoula Sentinel. Sentinel's won 24 games in a row. They are the two-time defending state champions, and they've just kept on keeping on. But the Wolfpack, they're averaging 53.5 points per game. Gage Slider off to an unbelievable start as Kalispell Glacier's quarterback, and he is surrounded by as many weapons as anybody in the state of Montana. So Glacier's been lighting up the scoreboard, and uh, that's a big one between uh, two undefeated teams there as Glacier takes on Sentinel up there in the flathead. The Flathead Braves are on the road. They're playing at Butte on Friday night. Bozeman plays Belgrade, so a little cross Gallatin Valley. Can't quite call it cross town, but those schools are about 10 miles apart, so certainly uh, a little inner city flavor there. It's certainly an inner valley clash there between the Hawks and the Panthers. Gallatin Raptors, the Bozeman Gallatin, the other uh, high school there in Bozeman, they take on uh, the Billings Senior Bronx. The Bronx got their first win of the year uh, a week ago. I think that they're better than that. They've just had a tough schedule early on. Gallatin rolled for the first couple weeks, and then they ran into Billings West last week, and they suffered their first loss uh, last week uh, as well. So there's your, some of your uh, double-A games uh, for the week. Let's look at some of the smaller classifications. Friday, Billings Central plays against Haver. Miles City plays against Glendive. Harden plays against Livingston. Probably one of the games of the week in Class A. Lewistown, who has been really good all the way through last year into the semifinals and has been really good this year as well. Uh, they take on Laurel. Laurel's been a power in Class A the last couple years. Sydney plays at Lockwood. East Helena plays Browning. Butte Central is at Hamilton. Hamilton undefeated this year as well. That's the common theme right now in high school football. Your defending champion in AA, Sentinel. Your defending champion in A, Hamilton and your defending champion in B, Florence. First of all, all from the western part of the state. Second of all, all three of them undefeated a third through the regular season here uh, as they try to defend their uh, state championships. Corvallis plays at Frenchtown. Whitefish plays at Stevensville. Columbia Falls plays at Libby. That's a really good one as well. Those are two of, if not these two best teams in the north, although Polson certainly has an argument to be one of the best teams in the north as well. And uh, Polson takes on... Ronan. So probably your games of the week there at the Class A level. Uh, Fergus High School, that's Lewistown for those keeping track against Laurel. And uh, Columbia Falls versus Libby. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. How about some Class B action? Conrad plays at Lincoln County. That's Eureka. Cutbank plays Big Fork. Holster plays Wolf Point. Anaconda plays Huntley Project. Shepherd plays the Malta Whitewater Seiko Co op. The uh, Sweetgrass County Sheepherders, that's Big Timber, takes on Columbus. That should be a good game. Broadwater, uh, that's Townsend, takes on Manhattan. That's probably the game of the week in Class B. Unless the game of the week is Jefferson County High School, that's Boulder taking on Florence Carlton. Uh, and then Missoula Loyola, they got off to a good start and they uh, then slipped up and uh, see if they can get back on track. Uh, but Loyola takes on. Red Lodge, they got Deer Lodge playing at Shoto. Park City plays Forsyth. Roundup plays Glasgow. So there you go. Let's look at your uh, high school matchups for this upcoming weekend in the state of Montana. How about some free sandwiches? we got a six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Warden's Market. Warden's Market, Missoula's oldest grocery store. I love the WAPA. I love the Club Wardens. I also love going down there. For a little meatloaf Thursday as well. they got meatloaf and mashed taters. It's delicious. Uh, as the weather starts to turn, it gets a little colder. It will certainly be even more welcome uh, in my life and probably your life as well. You want a six-pack of beer, best beer selection in Montana, in Missoula, and you want a uh, free sandwich from Warren's Market, call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's triple eight one zero two nine. All guests... Uh, You can call us, uh, caller number three, excuse me, uh, 406-888-1029, caller number three. We got a free six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Warden's Market, Missoula's oldest grocery store located there on the corner of Spruce and Higgins in downtown Missoula. How about some laughs? Well, two of the funniest people I know will join us next. First, we'll get things started off. With Carolyn, the chicken doesn't know sports. She's got commentary about Aaron Rodgers' uh, haircut as well as uh, some nefarious activity. I don't know, is it? Maybe you'll be the judge going on uh, in and around Sin City with the Las Vegas Raiders. Plus one of our favorite guys, Bruce Barnum, the head coach of Portland State, sat down with him actually in his office for the first time ever earlier today. Uh, Barney and Carolyn, the chicken doesn't know sports, Next, Hour 2, the lot is now coming at you. Keep it right here. It's ESPN Radio.